0: the podcast that is here for all of us to enjoy the wonderful world of therapeutics. We would love it if you could like, subscribe and join us in this community that we're growing and thank you very much for doing so. If you know, you know, but if you don't know, my name is Jenny Walker, and as well as being your host for these podcasts that we upload every Friday at 7am, I'm also an integrative physical rehab therapist at Cornstone Therapies, and I have been treating people for the last 22 years, so my offering is based on evidence-based practice, and I hope you really get a lot out of these podcasts. We are in the middle of embracing change here at Therapy Unwound and at Cornerstone Therapies. And part of that is we're producing new webinar content for you. The first one will be in November and we're keeping it healthy through the winter. So it's 40 minutes of really awesome tips, tricks and advice about how you can keep your immunity boosted, how you can keep your physical and mental health boosted throughout the winter months when it's a bit darker, a bit colder and we all need a bit of a boost The December one is keeping it real over the holidays. It's been a long time since we've met in large groups for celebrations such as Hanukkah, Christmas, Chinese New Year, and yeah, New Year itself. So it would be great for you to join us with some exclusive content for you. And we will be sending out the booking links for you in October. To do that, subscribe to the newsletter, which is through the Therapy Unwound Website, which is linked below, as well as the Cornerstone Therapies website, which we will be linking also. If you're joining us on Instagram, it's great to see you there. I actually deleted and uninstalled the app for five weeks, and it's been great to get back on it over the last few days. But if you want to join us over there, see what we get up to each week, and see how the podcast is put together, as well as what books we're reading, and more importantly, what coffee we're drinking, then it would be great to see you there. During this week's episode, we are going to look at a thought pattern that came to me as in the middle of cooking. When I go home after work, I actually really enjoy cooking. And during that time, I usually put on the podcast that I listen to, or the YouTube channels that I enjoy watching and cook along whilst I'm listening. And the one that I really enjoy is the financial diet with Chelsea if you haven't checked out Chelsea's channel before, I would highly recommend you do. And the reason that I enjoy listening to her is that she has spent time living in Europe and she bases her team of 12 wonderful women over in New York. So she gives a good balance on the financial health of individuals as they go through life. And she is fantastic with her little rants. Well, they're not so little. They're about 20 minutes long usually. And her rant this week was about self-care. And when I put self-care with finances, my brain goes on happy fizzy mode because I have a lot to say about both. And it's something that I feel is important to look at here on the podcast, Therapy Unwound, is how we expend our health Health is a really intricate balance between something that I call psychosomatic work and that's where we take your brain and body and try to bring them into alignment and we look for congruence there. So here at the studio, for example, we look at your spiritual or community health, we look at your mental health, your physical health and your emotional health, which we'll get into in a bit more depth in a minute. But the thing that I like about Chelsea's latest podcast is the fact that she was looking at how self-care should not be childlike. It shouldn't be kind of like wine and bubble baths and chocolate, which are all great, but they're not long lasting. They don't actually care for you. They're just good moments in time. If we look at John Deloney, who was the author of Redefining Anxiety, which was our bookery book of the month not so long ago, He says that self-care is a practice. It's a daily practice, which I also really agree with. The reason I want to bring kind of like the financial diet in here is that through the work at TFD and Chelsea's offerings, as well as some other bloggers and online presence um, that I was following over the last five years, I have really fallen in love with the system of pots. Pots are fantastic. It's a way of breaking down and subcategorizing a budget. Like all budgets, yours will be different from mine, but I can break mine down into stuff like food, bills, rent, Mr. Finchley's cat food subscription, my book addiction, and also my love for cloth and knitting, as well as the stuff like eating out with friends and transport and car maintenance All this can be budgeted out into little jam jar pots. And I have to say my Starling Bank account is fantastic for this. It allows me to do it with great ease. Not sponsored, wish I was. But when I come to talking to my clients about energy expenditure and their health expenditure, we actually use the same metaphor of pots and subcategorizing your health, and how you're going to expend it, and also how you're going to fill it up. Because unlike a monthly wage packet, you have a very fluctuating income outgoing when it comes to your health. The ICF is a very boring framework created by the World Health Organization. And ICF stands for the International Classification of Functioning, Disability and Health. It is a way of subcategorizing people's health and how we can look at it as far as rehabilitation goes. So although it may sound a bit dull to you, I actually use it every day in practice and it really helps me look after my clients. We look at their health condition first of all, it may be stress, anxiety, it could be chronic fatigue, it could be an interim time between cancer treatments, but we look at their health condition first. And then we see how it plays on the body function and structure, their activity and their participation, and how the environmental and personal factors interplay with all of that. So what does that mean in actuality? What does that mean to your daily expenditure of health? It means that we can break the pots down into some really simple measures. We can look at how much energy you have in your spiritual and community pots a lot of people feel that their spiritual health shouldn't be talked about. It's down to personal faith and everything else that goes along with that. And to an extent, I agree, but actually I make sure that we talk about it a lot here at Cornerstone Therapies in a very safe space. It doesn't mean that if you're an atheist, this doesn't matter to you. It really does. What we're actually talking about is the people around you, your environment, your community, your community. So whether you don't attend temple or you're part of a synagogue, mosque, church, whatever your jam is, we're looking at the group of people around you that creates your community, fill you up and make sure you're okay. The reason this is important is because when things go wrong, you have a great group of people that you can go out and seek help from. And also you can give help to them. It's a two-way street. So we look at the relationships you have in your spiritual community And your environmental community. We then look at your mental health which is something that I'm not a specialist at, I'm not a psychotherapist or a counsellor but I do work with a lot of them and your mental health has a great part to play in how you are feeling, how you're getting through your day. Making sure that your mental health pot is in tip-top condition and you're filling that up regularly means that you can expend your mental abilities in different ways in different situations. So reaching out for drinks with friends at a pub and making sure that you're chatting problems through, or even if you're going to see a counsellor or a therapist, making sure that your mental health pot is healthy and vibrant and you can expend and save on that is really key to how we see your health. Now the physical health physical health is where I come in and I see it a lot. And because it's my daily practice here at Cornerstone Therapies, I also sub-categorize this. So your physical health is how um, you nurture your body. So you are you doing gentle exercise or are you working out strong at the moment? Personally, for me, I've had quite a tough time in the last two months on personal and professional levels, and I have found that my energy levels have actually been quite low. I've expended on all my pots, and they're all pretty empty right now. So instead of doing a really tough workout at the beginning of the day and expending my physical energy too early, I'm actually spending an hour and a half in bed, reading a book, drinking some tea, and saving my physical strength for the work ahead of me during the day. I see five clients a day. We've got a busy little practice here in Godalming. And making sure that I'm physically tip-top is really important. And that also goes for what I'm eating and drinking. So for the moment, I'm not drinking any alcohol, not because I've got anything against it. It's just that I don't want to wake up feeling even more groggy than I am at the moment. And I'm making sure that my food is, yes, quite simple, but full of nutrients. So I'm making sure that my breakfasts are packed with good fruits, and my lunch is good vegetables, and my evenings are filled with a mixture of both. And you know what? That's as much as I can do at the moment, and that is absolutely a okay. We also look at hydration here at the studio. Hydration is not often talked about, but it fills your physical pot up quite easily, and it's a quick way of making sure that your pain management is also under control When we have dehydration within the body, your body just doesn't work as well. And just making sure that you have a litre and a half of water each day is a very simple way of making sure that your muscles aren't screaming for some liquid. And then we look at the emotional pot. The emotional pot is almost like the canary. In fact, I often recommend that clients visualize the um, canary in the cage experiment for this. When your canary is alive and kicking, your emotion's good, you're feeling great, and even if you're going through a hard time, you're getting through stuff easily, it means that the other three pots, so your environmental, spiritual pot, your mental health pot, and your physical pot are nice and healthy, and you've got a good income outgoing on those. If your canary is feeling a bit dizzy and a bit woozy, and you're not really coping emotionally too well, It can be the signal that you need to concentrate on the other three pots. I know for myself, if I find myself crying a lot or getting moody, shouting at cyclists when I'm driving, all the stuff that is totally out of character for me, I need to go back and look at how I'm expending my pots and making sure they're well balanced. So just like... A financial budget. We need to look at our health budgets in the same way. Chelsea and Co at the Financial Diet have often said that it takes more than a month to get a budget correct for you and your lifestyle, and it will all also be different between November, December, January, as say, for example, April, May, and June. It ebbs and it flows. But it makes sense to sit down with a budget for three months and make sure you are able to subcategorize that for your personal circumstances. When I see a new client and we start working through rehabilitation together, I get them to do something quite similar. I get them to plug into their online diaries a group of numbers over 12 weeks. And it usually runs in a manner of out of 10, 10 being the worst, one being the best, how much pain they're in during the day, how their mood is, and what they have done during the day to make themselves feel better. Over those 12 weeks, we can then collate that information and have a really good look at what makes them feel good, what makes the pain less, how they're sleeping, if that's what they're controlling, whatever it is, we can then run a load of analytics over it and make sure that their health pots are being budgeted accordingly. For some, it could be as simple as a daily dog walk. And if they don't get that in, then actually their whole day falls apart, their hips hurt more, and they just want to kind of like curl up in a ball and cry. For others, if they don't have enough quiet time during the day, if they haven't had their hour of reading on the sofa, everything, everything can seem just a bit overwhelming. But that is incredibly personal to the people we're treating. So the budgets are done in the same way. Three months of information and then we have our proper treatment plan to enable people to deal with their pathologies, their concerns and their health in a manner that is credible and appropriate to them. There is no point forcing other people's budgets on yours, either for finances or for health. So... I would say get personal, get deep, get into it, get to know yourself more, get to know how you spend, get to know what you enjoy. And also it shows what you can ditch, right? So I've been able to ditch a lot of stressful stuff that I felt that I should be doing, like posting on Instagram each day and just ditching it and saying, when I fancy posting something on Instagram, that is enough. That keeps me happy and that's okay. So there you go. That's our podcast for today. And next week, we will be taking the pot analogy even further, and we'll be looking into chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and see how we can integrate a fantastically simple way of viewing health and helping it in a very practical manner. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week at 7 o'clock on Friday morning for another Therapy Unwound. Have a good one. Bye.